We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Two questions. Yes, and by the way, according to the Eagles guide, Corey Simon, the most sacks ever for a rookie with nine and a half, Jalen Carter that six, and then Derek Burgess. So I don't know if Rick, Reggie's didn't count as a rookie because of the USFL or whatever That's it was. the only thing I can think of. Yeah, but he, he is not feet. on the Eagles all-time record for rookie sacks. There's I'm looking at right now. Uh, Lane Johnson, Fletcher Cox, Carson Wentz all made AP first or second teams that year. Wait, saying Carson who? Lane? Lane Fletcher yep. and Carson Wentz. Yeah. So Lane was first team, Fletcher and, and Wentz were second team. Yep. Uh, Corey Simon, Jalen Carter, Derek Burgess, the three rookies. You got you got the other two there and uh, six playoff wins. Okay. Six out of 12. By the way, Reggie White, 1985, 11, uh, 13 sacks. It, I guess it doesn't count as a rookie because according to the – I'm literally looking well, at the Eagles media guy. It might not count as a professional rookie, but it is an NFL rookie. According to the Eagles, well, the Philadelphia James, Eagles. James, will, will you admit that they were wrong? No, it's the Eagles media guy. James, like, this you're not is gonna, their wait, wait, stats. Wait, you're not going to admit if Reggie White, you know, tackled 13 times a quarterback behind the line of scrimmage. It not, doesn't count as a rookie season then. Yeah, that's the It rookie. must not, yeah. dude. I'm looking, do you want to come look at but, this? No, no. But what I'm saying is they're wrong with their media guy. Not. I mean, I, no, I'm saying it clearly, Reggie White. John, it did John, not count as a you, rookie. There's no other way. Can you tell him you to relax? the Eagles are wrong with their media the, guy? All right, James, let me ask you a question. Do you think Reggie White had a rookie season? I, I think his rookie season might not have counted as I a rookie it season. Count yeah, it doesn't count. It doesn't count, man. Like, how, I don't how, does not, how does it not count? I don't know. It was his rookie year in the NFL. He 13 freaking sacks. Don't count? Apparently not, man. It what? doesn't count. And the like, media. You, okay, last time I'm going to say. It wasn't in the NFL. The media guide is wrong. All right. I, I'm guessing that players who went to the USFL counted as rookie. Like, that was their rookie time or whatever. So, That's the only thing I want. can think of. I got four out of five. Up, yeah, no, four you out didn't. of five. The Eagles say you're wrong. All Take right. it up with the Eagles media department. Right. You know, the crazy thing is he was named NFC Defensive Rookie of the Year. Up, yeah. So that's that's odd. Vinny, Vinny, Vinci. Oh. I said it that time. Let's go to the phone. <laughs> I don't know what to All tell right, you. Let's go to, by the way, Eagles. it's 94 WIP HD1 Philadelphia as we broadcast today from the Tasty Cake studio. Normally our home base, of course, Borgata. Not there today due to the snow, um, but we strongly encourage you, day or night, for a whole weekend or for a whole week, get yourself to Borgata for a tremendous time. All the great restaurants. Uh, the hotel rooms, beautiful. I mean, Borgata is a wonderful, wonderful spot. Obviously, all the gambling opportunities at Borgata. Get yourself there when you get a chance. Be careful with the snow today. It is uh, coming down more extensively now, so be careful as much as you can. All right, Alex in New Jersey. Hi, Alex. Hey, how are you guys doing? Doing well, Alex. Been a long-time listener. Um, really enjoying what you guys are saying. Started listening a lot, traveling on the road and stuff like that for school Thank since you. about September. So it's been really, really good listening to you guys. Um, Thank you, buddy. I heard you guys talking earlier this week kind of about obviously rebuilding the defense and stuff and you guys were going over players that we can rely on in the future 
Um, and I think you guys really only had Jalen Carter and then maybe Fletch, maybe Brandon Graham. Um, well, no. I mean, not no. When you talk real future, real future, not like next year per se. Real future is huh. – Milton Williams. We forget about Milton Williams. So, that was that was going to be actually my yeah. point. I was going to give you guys two other players that I think Go showing ahead. up here that would be reliable. Um, and I had Milton Williams as one of them. Yep. Um, outside of, you know, his injury, I thought he looked phenomenal on the line. And yeah. I think him and potentially, you know, developing Carter would be our big two on our line with Jordan Davis not getting his, his stuff together. Yeah. Um, well, I'll tell you this also, Milton Williams, for whatever it's worth, he's only one year away from free agency. So, yeah. Yeah, you know, it, you don't even have him long term. But but pretty good chance they'd probably keep him, but we'll see. Exactly. Him and then the other one I had, um, who I think played above and beyond, you know, what we expected out of him, especially when Slay went out, was Keely Ringo in our secondary I think I don't he, know. Man. I don't. I don't like it. It's it, it's it's really hard. I I got to suspend uh, my decision on those young DBs. It was so up and down. I agree. I agree. I think I think Ringo coming out of the draft was one of the most athletic things, athletic no. players in the entire draft, and he was a fourth round draft pick who yeah. Bradbury was unreliable, and he was ended up practically being our number one corner for a few weeks with Slay. Look, out. Alex, I'm not ready to write him off. But I'm not ready to write him in either. Like he he's got he's got a lot to yeah. prove. No, I think I the defensive backs coach is probably a coach who's probably going to go because you look at what Denard Wilson was able to do yeah. with some of the young guys last year who left. You know, yep. a Marcus Epps. You know, Denard mm-hmm. Wilson goes and he's doing. You know, obviously they have much better talent, but you know we got nothing out of that. That's right. That's right. Alex, give me a great answer. A notable fictional boss. Yeah, Ken took mine, so I'm going to have to swap it. I'm going to go with Dumbledore. Is he a boss? I don't know. Yeah. Well, he's, he's a headmaster. headmaster. Yeah. Absolutely, he's a boss. Oh, I guess he's the, he's boss, the boss of the other of the teachers. teachers. Okay, yeah, that works. I guess a boss of like Harry Potter. Yeah, I guess that works, the right? Professors, yeah. Well, he, yeah, he oversees everything. He oversees yeah. the, running. The the yeah. yeah, yeah, good call. Yeah. I, I didn't like think that. about it that way. All right, that's a pretty damn good answer. Huge answer. And he dies in what, like six or five or spoiler alert. He dies in the second to last one. He dies in. Six. It's the Half Blood Prince, is what he does. Right. I was gonna watch it today. Hey, you know what? Yeah. That's the it one. It is a good Harry Potter watching day. I don't know what it is about like stormy weather. Hey, that I agree with fits that. with Harry Potter movies. That's the book I was reading when Terrell was doing the sit-ups in the driveway. <laughs> really? Uh, I'm positive that the Half Blood Prince was the book I was reading in training camp. It was in my hand. Get out of here. I can remember it. The TV is in the corner. I'm in that room <laughs> with awesome. the running backs. We're going. Holy cow! And I got the Half Blood Prince right there. Wow, All right, that John, is so funny. All right, I got a T.O. question for you. Yeah, what was he like? I loved him as a guy, one on one. I talked to him a lot during practice times. Uh, it was a, it was the kind of thing where initially I felt like he was sort of aloof, yep. and that's why he was over by himself. Because you know, during practice, the offense has a period where there's maybe twelve plays, and then. Uh, the defense then has a period of 12 plays where the offense is conferring with their coaches or going over some stuff, maybe doing some additional things. But at times, you've got some downtime. During this downtime, Terrell would be by himself. And uh, I th- eventually went over and started, you know, talking to him. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, like I, I knew him a little bit from being out on the West Coast. He was in San Francisco while I was in Oakland. And we crossed paths a few times here and there. And uh, we just started talking in between sessions during practice learned about you know him and his childhood and yeah. growing up top, and, child, top childhood yeah, yeah uh he was just he was really open really honest and really uh quiet and guarded at the, at the same time 
a different version of Terrell than this version that you right, see. Right. The you know putting everything out there, the flamboyance, uh, the aggressiveness of personality. It wasn't there. You know that wasn't his natural state. I remember as a young uh, media person that would be in the locker room a decent amount back then. Um, my sense was Terrell was very shy. Yeah. Right. And I think he overcompensated with this big personality yeah. because he was so shy. Let me ask by you this qu- uh, one more follow up question as it relates actually to the current situation. Does the, and it was never as strong as we knew the A.J. Brown um, Hurts one was, you know, as recently as, you know, last year. But does the Donovan Terrell Owen break up? Especially given there's a lot of different reasons for it. Does it give you cause for concern that maybe, despite being great friends, Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown really are at loggerheads a lot more than the public knows? Because we've seen no, some notable, I'm, we've seen some very notable breakups through the years. I mean, yeah, you know, it, it's not inconceivable that these guys are just totally on different pages now. Because it looked, I think it, it looked is inconceivable. Like that oh, these I don't. guys will would not be able to work it out. I. I'm positive this is Man, workable. I don't know, John. I'm positive that the fact that they have a history together, uh, it, it, yeah, it can make it more complicated at times, but that's also something that gives me more faith that they can get through it. Well, it does. I agree with that. I mean, they, they, you would hope they can dig down. And yeah. I agree with you. But you'd also think that Sirianni would have already tried that. Mm. So Maybe you know, Sirianni's not the guy to do maybe, it. Maybe. Maybe maybe he's not the bridger. Yeah. The bridger of gaps. Mm-hmm. 215. Name the movie, John. We fill gaps. Who said it? I watched it the other day. Fill gaps. Devin, who said it? It's a movie I you saw no in 2023 idea. for the first time. Me? Yep. Uh, uh, Back to the Future. Rocco! Rocky! Rocco! Oh. We fill gaps. Why do they say that in Rocky? I think he's talking about him and Adrian, right? In Seltzer. Is that in, him and Adrian? In Rocky 1? Uh, it's either one or t- yeah, it's one. He's talking to Pauly. Pauly's like, explain to me this you and Adrian thing. He's like, uh, yeah, we fill gaps. <laughs> oh, we you're fill, right. We fill gaps. You're right. Yeah, we fill gaps. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. See, John, you didn't remember that. One. I didn't remember that. Yeah. Well, what he hasn't seen it five thousand times. <laughs> what a romantic way to describe. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <all over>. Well, <laughs> you know what? It, you know what it really, is? especially one. If you go back and watch it, which I did the other day, they are all of them, all four of them. I'm going to put Apollo in a different because there's main five categories. Cat, uh, Characters. Apollo, let's call them five. The main four, Rocky, Adrian, Paulie, and Mickey, they all have been beaten down by life. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's part of the they thing. Have all, They're damaged. A, they, they are very damaged. And that's the filling gaps thing. Rocky's basically saying we, we, you know, we're picking each other up through anyway. Well, I think it's also that they kind of help, like they fit, like they're well, kind of the fit point. together, that's and my that, point. like, I yeah. my strengths and weaknesses yeah. and stuff like that. Exactly. All right, two one five five nine two ninety four nine four. Coming up. We will do, uh, John loves role play. We will do some. <laughs> really? Yeah. And you know this, Al. <laughs> Hold on. We, we will do some. All right, Devin loves role play. Oh, we, wow. we, we will. <laughs> if I'm going to get pushback, let's, okay, Devin. Uh, we, will, we will do some Q&A. What could a. I really do love role play, by the way. Ooh. I mean, it's fun. And there it let's is. Let's have some fun. Let's have some fun. All right, let's spice it up. <laughs> do some acting. Let's swap while we're at it. Uh, coming up. What Lori and Sirianni's conversation today might sound like. Like, we'll do some Q&As. What if this question's asked? What if this question's asked? Oh, boy. We'll get to that and more up ahead. Plus, Peter King. He's Peter, it is. Peter King said some notable stuff to us yesterday on the show. We'll get to that and more up ahead. All your calls as well, 94WIP. Hey, John, if you take a look out our windows right now here on Market Street, you're going to see snow and pretty heavy, pretty cold outside. 
27 right now. I know people are noticing their heating bills are getting higher. Are you feeling that winter chill through your drafty windows? Then it is time for new windows and time to talk to my friends at Window Nation. Replacing those old windows with quality, energy-efficient ones from Window Nation's easier and more affordable than you think. Window Nation is offering a special right now through the end of the month. Replace the windows in your home and pay no interest for five years. And Window Nation is giving you 50% off all window styles. Their professional installation means your windows will fit right. No more worrying about leaky old windows and those cold drafts letting the heat out. After you get your new windows, you will notice your heating bills will get lower. So don't wait. With zero interest for five years, why not give Window Nation a look? Call 866. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Right, good morning all. Shout out Cameron John Rich. And good morning to the Philadelphia Flyers. Five straight wins. Orange and, and black. Are they back? They're kinda back. Look, kinda looks that way. Devin's got, all right, Flyers sweatshirt. I do. Is that also a Flyers hat? What is no, that? No, no. I just have a, I didn't go all Flyers too. All right, all right. Yeah. Just a regular hat, but I, I am rocking a Flyers hoodie. It felt right. They are really playing it was some an exciting win last night. Well, yes. They play exciting hockey. They do. And they go out there and they sacrifice and they're tough and they're nasty yeah. and they're tricky. That's I mean, good. like the between the legs assist yeah. last oh, night so was much fun. so cool. Yeah. And look, halfway through the year, I mean, they will probably make the playoffs. It's not a done deal, but they will probably make the playoffs. So congrats to the Flyers on what they're doing. And All they right. got a goalie. Well, they might have two goals. Yeah. They have two goals. Looks like yeah, they got two goals. Right. It looks like they got two. Yeah. All right. So Peter King, when he said it was yesterday on, on a, a couple different fronts, from Sirianni to Belichick to Hertz, we'll get to some of that audio up ahead. Also, we'll do some Q and A. What the Lurie and Sirianni uh, conversation could be like today. We'll get to that shortly. Let's go to Greg right now. Greg, good morning, buddy. Hey guys, happy Friday to everybody. Happy Great Friday. Great show Greg. all week long, fellas and and ladies. Good job. Thank you. Hey, um, thanks, buddy. So I think that Nick and 
Jeffrey, I think Nick had said during one of your interviews with him that he talks to Jeffrey and, and Howie every week. Would you guys agree? I would think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So they so they probably have – I mean, we're taking a snapshot of what it is this week or whatever. They probably have an idea of what's, what's, ha- what's happening already because they probably would have asked the questions that we're asking and trying to answer uh, all week long. So – I, I think one of two things is going to happen. One's outside the box because Jeffrey always thinks outside the box. You know, he'll come in and have that press conference. And we'll talk for 45 minutes about emotional intelligence and all that kind of stuff. And, and our eyes will spin and, and we'll just get, oh, my God, Jeffrey, what are you talking about? Yeah. But he thinks differently. So here's what I think is going to do. They already have a plan. And Doug wasn't going to be fired until they didn't accept his choices for offensive coordinator. I think they're going to keep the offense exactly how it is. I don't know how you do that. How do you do that? Well, because I think they'll have a plan. They'll have a plan to do that. I'm sure that some of the issues, when you guys were talking about, okay, some of these guys didn't trust them. Well, they went off schedule. You know, they were doing things that they weren't supposed to do. And it's funny how a little success from the Super Bowl allows these guys to all of a sudden say, okay, this isn't working. We're going to throw it deep or I'm going to throw it deep. Uh, I don't know exactly who the problems are with the, with the guys inside the building, but if they lost faith in the coach, that may not be the coach's fault. That may be a player's fault. Well, they also lost faith, faith in Quez Watkins, rightfully so. I mean, Quez has to go. I mean, the throw deep guy was typically Quez. Well, they, 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 they should have, but I, I think it also spiraled from the defense not being able to do the job and put a lot of yeah. pressure on the offense. I agree with that. And there's a lot more under the, under the carpet that we, we don't know exactly who's to blame for that. Yeah, no, there, there's, conf, there's confusion there. Greg, give me a great answer. You can win a, a cool $100 prize today. A notable fictional boss. All righty. Real quick, the only other thing I think they would do is elevate Johnson to head coach. Oh, that's not happening. Oh, not not happening. Not happening. Jeez. But uh, I'm going to go with um, Old St. Nick. Uh, well, all right. We'll go with that. Old St. Nick. All right. So let me uh, ask a series of questions. Oh, by the way, uh, Borgata, typically our home base on Friday, not today. Uh, due to the snow, we're, we're, we're sticking on the more local side for us where we live uh, in the Philadelphia area. Uh, obviously, we'll be back at Borgata Friday of next week. We strongly encourage you to get to Borgata when you can. It's an incredible place in Atlantic City. Just amazing. Um, all right, and, and oh, one other thing. Let me get to the Twitter poll question of the day. Then we'll do a little role, poll, role play. Twitter poll question. Um, and it's brought to us by Armin Chevrolet, the all-new 2024 Chevy Trax. It's arriving daily at Armin Chevrolet. Starts at only 21495 Together, let's drive. Visit ArminChevy.com. Today's question, do you think Jeffrey Lurie will fire Nick Sirianni today? Yes or no? We know this is the day they're meeting. By the way, one other poll. It could have been a poll question. Um, Seltzer, give me the answer to this question. Who are the lucky ducks? And the Delaware Valley doesn't know it, but they're about to find it out. Who are the lucky ducks in society that people don't know about? The lucky ducks. Yeah, a hard one. I mean, that's a really, like. Random out of nowhere really type Really random. Thing. Yeah. Huh. yeah. Um, people who don't have to go to work because of the snow? Yeah. Yeah, but there's a lot of them. Yeah. There's about. 30 pitchers in Clearwater, Florida today oh. who are lucky ducks because oh. the hammer is not at Philly's fantasy camp. Oh, if they were, I'd be, sm- I'd be smacking oh. those pitchers left and right, okay. roping doubles, doubles in the triples. 
legging out singles, taking my walks. You guys know I'll take. Hey, listen, if it if, if the ball's outside, I'll, I'll gladly take my base. I got no problem with I that. I like Barry Bonds. Yeah, they say. Yeah, I mean, I'm just I'm just saying my 500 Joe on base percentage. It's sticking here this year. Legging but, out singles. <laughs> he said. Has that ever happened? No, a yeah, dog ever. a dog laid it legged I it out know, for him. I yeah. Know. But then I pulled my groin. That was that was the problem. It was a, a full <laughs> tear of the groin. And then I had to go to him there and get fixed. All right. So, um, but anyway, Philly's fantasy camp going on. All right. Um, let's do a little role play here. Now, now here's the deal. We're going to start with John with each question. And, John, you're going to be asked a question that Nick Sirianni certainly could be asked and should be asked by Jeffrey Lure today. John, I'm going to ask you to answer the question truthfully. Okay. okay. Whatever the true honesty is. Oh, boy. Okay. Then the rest of you, you come in thereafter and say how you think Nick Sirianni would alter his answer if he feels like he can't tell the truth. Because what the truth is and what he might say could be two different things because it does get sticky. All right, John, in your opinion, the actual facts. Mm -hmm. I'm Jeffrey Lurie. You're Nick Sirianni. We sit down potentially like, yeah, right now. Right now. They might be sitting down having that conversation. All right, first question for you, John. First question for you, Nick. Nick. Why? And I am not Nick trying to preserve my job. You're I not am Nick. You're saying the actual truth. The truth. You're saying the actual truth. Yeah. Or what you believe to be the truth, at least. Yeah. If you're Nick, what as Nick, what you believe to be the truth. Nick, why did the offense hit a brick wall? Wow. I, I'm not sure. I'm answering this because I want that how? question. I want that question asked. I actually don't think he knows where to even start or, or, or you know, end. Well, or, I would, I would, I would fire you on it. the spot then. I mean, I, I, not I think he idiot, will fail man. with this question. He's not an idiot, John. All right, John, what do you think he would say? Why did the offense – like, what he would say if he's telling the actual yeah. truth, why, Nick, did the offense hit a brick wall? I struggled. My quarterback struggled. I need to do – a better job with the new defenses that have been concocted across the league to, you know, contend with what we helped start. Uh, I did a poor job there. Our quarterback did a poor job of leading, of listening, of being open to instruction. And I, again, Joe, I don't, I don't yeah, know this. I get it. This is I, John no, Ritchie saying I don't know this I understand. for a fact. You're saying I'm what Sirianni might think. I, I think that might be the sure. case. No, I understand. Yeah. All right, James, how would he answer the question if he wants to work around certain things? Like the the question is, why did the offense hit a brick wall? How might he answer that question differently to a try to a try to avoid looking ridiculous? Well, I mean, Richie's answer didn't look ridiculous. No, I get it. You know, and I don't know if he'll go that hard on Jalen, but but Richie went pretty hard on Jalen, and and I think that's that's. Probably what you do. Do you a, think he avoids going hard on Jalen to try to avoid making himself look I ridiculous? think he goes hard on Jalen but explains how he's going to fix it. I agree with that. You know what I mean? Like I say, hey, that. listen, this was an issue, but here's what I'm going to do about it. Here's why it's going to be better yep. next year. All right, you know, with all right. a full off, I think he's going to keep saying with yep. a full off season to work on these things. All right, John. Next question. Now again, this is tough. Like you're like this is almost like a job interview because you have the job, but you might not have the job next year. Or you might not have the job next week. John, next question. If I'm Jeffrey Lurie and you're Nick Sirianni and you're answering the question honestly, why, Nick, didn't you make changes to the offense to try something different down the stretch? I mean, that to me is such a paramount question that has to be asked. Like, I'm Lurie. I'm sitting in that box. We all saw his face. We all know what he was thinking. I mean, for the most part. Like, my team stinks. Nick, why didn't you try something different on offense? 
And again, I'm answering this. <laughs> How am I answering what this? What you believe the truth to be in Sirianni's opinion. Like, this is so complex. I, I hate this assignment by the, you, by the, the way. Truth I think you guys want to switch roles? In, in, in my opinion. I, sure. All right, all right. I, no, the, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I... The truth is he doesn't know. He doesn't know how to fix it, and that's the issue. I, and I, th- I think that's He's exactly... not. He doesn't have advanced knowledge of NFL offenses that's and not opposing fair. defenses. That's how's not it not fair? Because he's, he's been in the NFL for 15 years. He rose to the level well, of head coach. I don't know, James. He, lost, again, he lost the play no, call. Hold no, on, James. Hold he on. lost play call in year one. He, know, didn't, he didn't have play calling before they're, that. They're saying they don't have knowledge of NFL offenses. Like well, they, some, that's guys aren't, un- some guys aren't very good at He might not be as good at other people, but that's an unfair way to phrase it. He had the announcers literally pointing out where what was wrong both on offense and defense throughout the game. And, and we don't know how much that it? was Jalen. We don't know how much of that was well, the that's, players, that's the execution. The like, again, we are right, James, we're I know it was a mess. It was a disaster. No question. All right, James, how do you think he would answer this question? Not, not what he knows to be the truth or thinks to be the truth. If you're in front of the owner and you basically have a job interview while you hold the job and try to keep the job, James, what would be your answer to try to – craftfully answer this question. Nick, why didn't you make changes to the offense to try something? We couldn't execute. We couldn't. That's a horrible answer. No, but we couldn't <laughs> execute. No, but that's blaming. I, you're talking about God, the players. Next. No, blame it on the players. If I'm Nick, blame I'm it blaming. on the players. Yes, they couldn't execute. We tried. They could not execute. We can't install new things. We can't change things if they can't execute what we're trying to do. Ray, do you and think it about do you think they go that and not far? just about Jalen. What I'm learning is any answer Nick Sirianni gives to that question yeah. would get him fired by 31 other NFL owners. So what is I'm the, not what, sure this one will. This is a tough one. Yeah. What, what is He's going to say he doubled down on what he knows best, and it didn't work. Yeah, but I'm going to say to like him. That's if the I'm, answer? I hear you fine, but I, if I'm Lori, I'm going to say, Bad answer, Coach. Like, we saw this week 12, yeah, if that's the best 14, you can do, then 16. It's not good enough. You, just, you just kicked my, my season down the toilet. Joe, don't you think they were asking these questions as week by week the collapse? Went? I mean, I, I got to assume I Jeff agree. and Howie were talking to him. I would agree with that. And that's the thing. And, again, I, I, I bring back to the Hurts thing. Do they know something about Hurts that we don't know? Was he hiding an injury? Well, there's I mean, that, so. I, I'm there was no, no sign, and you you kept saying in the beginning of the year that you they weren't going to let him run because they were trying to protect them. Yep. For the thing, when they signed him to that contract, that was one of the first questions Nick Sirianni was mm-hmm. like, "Why we're not going to stop him from doing what he does?" But I didn't believe him when he said that. I did, and then he got injured. What in game two was pretty, it? Game two against early. the Rams. Pretty early. Whatever um, it was. The bone bruise. We never... Really knew. Yeah, it was yeah, either specific. it was either the Patriots yeah. game or the Rams game, and he was never the same quarterback. No. He 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 really did. I don't want to say stop losing the ability, but he was diminished in losing the ability to turn the corner. There was no explosiveness. Yeah, he couldn't get around. Let's not, let's not mess with the causality. Here. No, but he like, couldn't we get don't a, know. No, we don't know. No, we don't know. We don't know. Or the yeah, but, but, John, yeah. but we Jaylen know he usage. he wasn't turning the corner. Yeah, the, the that, burst was no longer there. Yeah. Where where we'd once seen it in his first couple seasons, right. he wasn't able to get the corner. That's right. against defenses ever. That no, it, it was incredible because he pretty much always had in the past. Yeah. All right, John. One more question. Again, you're Sirianni with truth serum. Okay. Okay? Yes. Why, Nick, did our team look lifeless in a playoff game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? 
and I'm trying to keep my job here. No, you're giving me the I'm actual giving the truth. truth. Uh, Why did the team look lifeless? We are a divided team. We've got we've got serious issues stemming from factions within the team. Uh, Jalen has made some enemies within the locker room. There are guys who don't like the way he's carried himself. And we're trying to address this. We're working through this as we speak. I know I can get these guys working together again, but it's it's been really problematic. Devin, if he says that to Lori, mm-hmm. how does Lori react to that? Well, isn't it your job as head coach to make sure the team's unified and, and ready to go? I mean, what I saw out there on the field was a team that gave up on all fronts. Every player just looked like they gave up. There was zero fight. And to me, that falls on the head coach. So what's your answer to fix it? James, what would be the answer to this that question that gives Sirianni the best chance to keep his job? Again, the question is, why, Nick, did our team look lifeless in the playoffs versus Tampa Bay? What answer could he give? that gives him the greatest chance to keep his job? Well, first of all, I don't think everyone quit. You know, I think there were guys out there who looked but like But they, they looked at They looked at I mean, I, the Giants, and by the way, Giants, Giants, game, Giants game too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, Smith they, didn't they quit. Looked. There are guys out guys, there. Guys, they were down 27 to nothing against one of the worst teams in football. Yeah, yep. I, 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 like, I think the best possible answer is, is, you know, look, our quarterback was lifeless out there. He was lifeless. Fish rots from the head. So yeah, here's and, the thing. And he's the leader of this team out on the field. And then on top of that, because I'm assuming I didn't make this decision. The fact our defense checked out when you guys fired Sean Desai. That's what happened. Let's be honest. Look at what happened. You all that missed tackling and stuff, it's because those guys were out. They were confused and they were checked out because you guys, and I wouldn't play like say you guys, but I would say because because of the change in defensive coordinator. That sucked the energy and life out of this defense for the rest of the season. Yeah. Is what I would say. I'll say I think this. that's the biggest thing you can say to protect yeah. your job. Oh, yeah. This yeah. defensive change that I Backfired. did not, you know, I, I did not concur that that was the best thing. I, I don't know if I would remind them of that or not, but that defensive change, it, it – cannonballed everything well here and i would also say lost faith in me because you did that and i will also say that if you're the offensive guys out there how hard is it to keep fighting and keep playing when you know your defense is just giving up every play like that sucks the life out of a team i would put it all on that so here's the fascinating thing as i discern everything that just happened in the last 10 minutes the 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 reasonable way for nick sirianni to not look completely ridiculous is to pin things on Hertz, Howie, and perhaps to a certain extent on Lori. And therein lies the rub because Lori ain't going anywhere, Howie ain't going anywhere, and Hertz ain't going anywhere. That's where it's really tricky. All right, let's go to the phones. What do you make of, of those exchanges we just had and sort of the twists and turns of how you could. That was fun. L- role play. <laughs> that was fun. That was like a little improv class. All right, I liked let's, it. Let's go to the phones. Um, by the way, we'll also get to some Peter King audio coming up here. Um, and, and I think we might have someone calling in. A friend of the show might be calling in sometime soon. And I'm going to smack him around. Let's go to Drew and Westchester. Friend of the show, I guess, huh? <laughs> Drew and Westchester. Hi, Drew. What's up? Morning, folks. Joe, I wasn't really in the mood for a joke that was like, you know, still reeling off Monday. But I just have to say, I find it, you know, kind of ironic that the guy who built a brand off of not giving score predictions tried to convince a caller he predicted <laughs> the score in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Right? I thought about that, too. It's hilarious. Yeah. So, uh, so on the Eagles, um, I think Nick is coming back. Um, I want Nick to come back. So Ken and Cinnamon, if you're still listening, you're not totally on an island. I'm with you there, man. But here's where my brain gets like twisted into like a 
pretzel a little bit. Like, I guess what becomes kind of like the standard, the expectation from here? Like, I, like let's say they win 12. Like, I don't think this is the Super Bowl team next year. I think it's going to take two years to fix the defense. So let's say they win 12 games next year and, like, look better from the eye test but lose in the first round of the playoffs. Like, does he get fired then? Like, I just feel like once it's in your head that you're thinking about firing someone, it kind of feels inevitable. So I don't, I don't, I, want I don't, I don't, I don't, right I don't, Drew, I, don't I think I, it's hard to come I don't, back, I don't right? agree. Listen, there's most 12 and fives aren't going to get you fired. No, Mike McCarthy's almost did, didn't happen. But I'll say this, man 12 and five, you're usually very safe. The thing about this 11 and six that was so unusual was crash and burn at the end of the year and so dramatic in that. A loss to Arizona, who stinks. A loss to the Giants, who stinks, and they got blown out. And a loss to Tampa Bay, who's average, and they got blown out. So this was a non-conventional 11-5. and five, True. You, they quit. Or six or whatever. They quit on yeah, the, the coaches. Yeah. They, they, they quit on this staff. Like I, I don't believe you can just say, all right, we're going to reset for next year and, guys, play nice. Go yeah, that's like like the coaches and and believe in the coaches and and now erase what happened last year and and you'll be good to go. I don't think you can bring this staff back because the players don't believe it's in. It's a big problem, Drew. Give me a big time yeah. answer here, man. A notable fictional boss. Can I make I one other point, or do you guys have to move quick? I'm sorry. What'd you say? Can I make I yeah, one yeah, other go, go ahead. Okay. So I just I mean, obviously this is risky, but one question I would love for like if Jeffrey lets Nick ask him questions, I would love for Nick to ask and say, <laughs> you know, Jeffrey, you you've made it very clear to me that you know you want to have like an explosive passing offense. Like if my quarterback is struggling, do I have your blessing to run the ball thirty times in a game? Because See, I, I feel and it's, like I think he drew, in their head a little bit. I think he does, and I'll tell you why. Because in twenty twenty one, that's what they did. But remember, there were reports that Jeffrey didn't want but, that but, but and those, that he wanted it to be a uh, but more passing. James, he, James, that happened. But those reports were prior to 2021. No, that was in 2021. That was like after it happened. It was like next year. We, we I don't, thought it was when Carson was still here. Yeah, they had I'm a with game Rhea. in Green Bay where they ran for like 150 yards and beat Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. And somebody reported yeah. that Jeff was not happy that they ran the ball a lot. Yeah. That's when I remember. Well, regardless, is, those things are still out there. Well, they are. All right, Drew, a notable fictional boss. Who do you have? From Hertz to Sirianni to potential coaching candidates and more. Let's start with the Hertz stuff. He was, John, he was very critical of Jalen Hurts. And, again, we wonder how much how much does Lurie and Howie subscribe to this line of thinking, or do they pin it more on Sirianni? All right, let's listen to what – I mean, Peter King, very respected national figure – he really kind of laid some haymakers out on Jalen Hurts yesterday, including saying this. I don't know whether he was physically limited, whether he was protecting an injury, uh, whether he was playing at 78% instead of 98%. So I don't know those things. Okay, But Jalen Hurts looked like a laconic quarterback. If you want to look that up, it means like uh, – either tired or disinterested or whatever. You know, this was a different quarterback, I think, than the one that ended last season. You know, I mean, he's not he's not holding back there. And by the way, Peter King continued. I'm not expecting Jalen Hurts to be somebody he isn't. Okay, but I see quarterbacks who are big leaders on their team. I see Brady. I see Manning. I see Josh Allen. And there are times when they have to light people up on the sidelines and they have to uh, be a little bit intense on the sidelines. 
going back to uh, almost every time they show Jalen Hurts in one of these moments, in one of the, you know, kind of uh, tense, tough, losing moments, Jalen Hurts is just sitting there staring into space. John, what's your reaction to that? Well, he's right. I mean, it, it is it is sort of skewed, the, the views that we get. You know, the sideline cam, we don't get to pick what we see. Uh, it, it, we're at the, 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 the whimsy of those camera operators. But, man, uh, I agree, Jalen, it hasn't looked good, the limited stuff that we've seen. And what I have seen of other quarterbacks, like even while we're playing against That's them, right. like when we go up against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and – you got Baker Mayfield on the other sideline. You know, yeah, they're up, but he's happy and smiling and looking like a leader. Uh, seeing after the fact, the mic'd up stuff on the sideline, uh, I saw Baker Mayfield having a lot of fun over there, looking like he yeah. was having a lot of no, fun. No, again, they were And up. his team I mean, yeah. was having a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah, they were leading in a big way, but it all fits together. Yeah. And Nick knows that. The, the front office knows that. We got so far away from that, we can't even remember what it feels like. Let's listen to a little bit more of Peter King because, you know, then we moved into the coaching situation, the Sirianni front, and then potential others. And and on the coaching situation, including the Belichick thing, this is where Peter King went. Do they see at this time, hey, look, the house is on fire. We got to bring in, uh, we got to bring in a veteran guy to steady the ship. That's a great question. And quite frankly, I was very surprised that Jerry Jones did not repeat what he did in 2003 with Bill Parcells. I'm surprised he didn't do the exact same thing this time with Bill Belichick, who's out there. But I think that's a question the Eagles must ask themselves. And, you know, the Belichick thing, I mean, Peter King kept going on that front. Will the Eagles have regret if they don't bring in Belichick? Or maybe Carol, but to me, if I were the Eagles, my list, if I'm thinking about making a change, would be Belichick and Vrabel. Uh, I, I think Vrabel is special, and he's also a guy you're not going to f around with. And John, I know you're not going to f around with. Yeah. How about I that? I love Mike Vrabel. And I know you do. I mean, John. I was a, I was a team rep with him. Like we were like on the same team in that way. He is. Man, Didn't you play him boss. in high school too? Didn't you talk played about that with the Ohio game or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, played against him when he was at Ohio State and I was at Michigan. Wow. Yeah, uh, played against him when we were both in the league together. We're the same year. Wow. He's done a lot. So he's an NFL really. head coach, or at least will be again. You're a talk show host on WIP. Uh-huh. He's kind of out in the world. Trying to say he got three Super Bowl rings and John got that? Oh, no. One of them at John's expense, no less. Two of them at John's expense. I meant, yeah, right. but talk rules. I know. All right, let's listen also to one more thing because more on the Belichick front. I mean, a guy like Peter King's as plugged in as anybody. Um, although, candidly, he admitted yesterday there was some, you know, some speculation on his part because he's not reporting. He's not in reporter mode on every level. Um, but he did talk more about the Belichick thing as it relates to the Eagles. If you were Bill Belichick, would you rather coach the Atlanta Falcons, who oh, have traditionally on. been horrible? <laughs> Or the Philadelphia Eagles, who for most of, of the last thirty years have been really good. I would love, I would love the Eagles' job. Yeah, I really would. And plus, you know, if you coach the Eagles, you were in the belly of the beast, man. You were where it's. You know, I turned, I turned on your station the other day uh, on Sirius, and I turned on or on Odyssey. I'm sorry, 
But I turned on your station the other day, and I'm listening. And I just, you know, people are just calling in and screaming. I said, okay, that's enough of that. You know, but, but that's, but that is the way that city is. And there's something about that that I say, man, I want to be in the city. I want to be in the market where it is most important. And that's Peter King yesterday. Look, I'll say again what I said earlier today. If the, if the Eagles are talking to Bill Belichick, particularly while they currently have Nick Sirianni, I would think they would do it very under the radar. Very under the radar. I, I, I just, I mean, obviously you have to do it under the radar while Sirianni's the coach. It would be really inappropriate to publicize anything otherwise. I really do wonder, John, did, did Lurie go away to, I think to there's meet with Belichick be... externally? I mean, he, so, really, he might have. You have I, to be I open to the, the possibility. That he is a, a New Englander to begin with. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we, does Belichick know really want to be are... with the Falcons? Like, the Falcons instead of the Eagles? What's the coach in a dome in Atlanta? Like, I, I... He would have more power with Atlanta than he, he has would. here, and he knows that. He, he would, but I don't – I mean, listen, that might be his motivation, or his motivation might be, man, I've seen 30 years of Jeffrey Lurie, and I've seen 20 years of Arthur Blank, and one guy seems to win an awful lot, and the other guy seems to be mediocre an awful lot. I mean, there's a big difference yeah. there. Devin, go ahead. Teams that played in the wild card weekend uh, aren't allowed to interview coaches, and it has to be virtually. It can't be in person until – so the Eagles would have been January 17th. Played and lost? It doesn't matter. Just if they played in general and they're interviewing coaches for any position, they are not allowed to interview them until three days after their game. So he wouldn't – Jeffrey Lurie wouldn't have been able to talk to, say, Bill Belichick until January 17th. So technically not firing Sirianni sooner if you intend to. That could explain why yeah. he won't fire him until Friday morning. Is yeah. That, was that your theory? Uh, well, and it has to be uh, virtually until, like, I believe the NFC-AFC championship games. They can't meet in person. So I'm just saying I know earlier we were saying there are rumors huh. that Lurie was, like, elsewhere in the Caribbean and potentially meeting. That's – Illegal. All right. All right. Well, that's that's news to me. Speaking yeah. of good weather, because Caribbean, you know, got to have some pretty good Sounds weather. Nice. You know what also is good weather right now, John? Philly's home of spring training, Clearwater, Florida, oh, which sure. is also the home of Philly's fantasy camp where, and I, I can't confirm this because I have not personally seen this, but I've gotten texts from at least 10 fantasy campers that much like Nick Foles outside Lincoln Financial Field, they have erected a statue to me. Inside Philly's fantasy, the Carpenter Complex. I don't know if it's still called that. But apparently, John, they are honoring my excellence at fantasy camp through the years. The commissioner of Philly's fantasy camp, a beloved Phil, ready to confirm or deny said report, Mr. <laughs> Mickey, Mor- <laughs> Mickey Morandini calling us in Florida. What's up, Mick? Hey, Joe. How you doing, buddy? Mick, how big's that statue, man? I'm like, is this like the statue of David by Michelangelo in Florence? I mean, it's just like a well, th- Joe, don't say like that. You're like an a idiot. 50, a 50-footer? How many footprints are stomped <laughs> all over that statue, Mickey? Well, first off, you have to play more than one game down here to get a statue. <laughs> so, you know, Joe comes down here year in and year out, and he gets one game in and then blows out. So... You know, there were talks of getting a statue, but it, it, it's, uh, it's not quite up yet. I would say that would be the appropriate uh, response by the powers that pay. So, Mick, how you been, man? I know <laughs> Fantasy Camp is just cranking up. Um, you know how much I wish I was there. The NFL schedule um, going in that 17th game kind of made it harder and all that sort of stuff. And obviously the Eagles being in the playoffs is a good thing, although being out so early is a bad thing. 
But um, you got to be excited because you got a lot of your a lot of your buddies back around. A lot of '93 guys and some of the other notable fills through the years, right? Oh, no question. Uh, you know, yesterday we had a great day. It was a little chilly down here. It was in the uh, you know upper 50s, <laughs> uh, but we had a great day. Got all the games in. Uh, got the rosters taken care of. All that stuff. Unfortunately, we had a bunch of rain overnight down here, mm. and uh, we're in discussions right now with uh, how we're going to approach the games today because the fields are a little wet so there may be some delays in the mm. games today but hopefully uh you know once the the, the field yeah. is clear we'll have another great day today mickey is the uh is the was she 82 or something <laughs> bonnie strang wasn't yeah, she bonnie, uh talking trash on joe and is she back uh is she still physically dominant compared to joe well, at start, 82 let's start with is she still alive <laughs> yeah, she's here. She's wow. here uh, doing great. And, awesome. uh, yeah, I think her career batting is definitely higher than Joe's. Uh-huh. She is. Um, yes. And she literally, when she puts the ball in play, walks to first base. And her, <laughs> her, her batting average is higher than Joe's. Oh, but, man. Uh, yeah, is... she's down here. we got a great Uh-oh. group of guys. It's a little younger group this year. Um, but we have an uh, all-time high in, in players. We have almost 150 players down here, so we Jeez. had to go to 12 teams. Good. And, yeah, there's like 13 to 14 players on a team, so we got really good numbers. It's, it's, it's been a fun time so far. Good stuff, man. Mickey Morandini, Commissioner of Phillies Fantasy Camp with us. Mick, let's talk about uh, the real Phils, not the, not the, you know, we're all, not you, but the campers, pretend Phils. Um, and it really is an amazing experience. I would strongly recommend if you get a chance, everyone listening, in a future year, get yourself to Phillies Fantasy Camp. The website, uh, philliesfantasycamp.com. I mean, it is such a legitimately remarkable experience. Um, and Mickey, you and, and the staff and Michael Roush, you guys all do a re- remarkable job running. It's it's really, really, really impressive. Um, so about a, yeah, about a month till Bryce Harper is going to be on those fields. And um, and all the dudes, um, and Aaron Nola back, and Zach yep. Wheeler. Uh, obviously, the town will be turning its attention soon, you know, and, and sort of now to the Sixers and Flyers, but soon also to the to the Phillies. What's your um, perspective as, you know, it was a tough end, but a fun journey yeah. until that point last year and sort of your outlook for this campaign, you know, sort of soon to start. I mean, I think it's the same as it's been the last two years. I mean, very excited. It's a really, really good ball club. Um, if you look at what they did in the offseason, they went out and signed the best pitcher on the market. I mean, in Aaron Nola. Um, so, you know, I think the biggest thing for this team is health. If they can keep that starting pitching healthy, um, keep Bryce healthy and, and the gang, there's no reason we can't get back to the playoffs and, and do some damage once again. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I think the playoffs, I don't want to say certainty because that's totally inaccurate, but I would be very surprised if the club doesn't make the playoffs. And they did two years in a row with really poor starts. So hopefully a more reasonable April and May, you know, the, the, it can be a little bit more comfortable down the stretch, and I would imagine it would. Mickey, look, man, I'm, I'm psyched to just hear about the Phillies and baseball because, John, let's be real. Since around November 1st, you know, I mean, it, they were kind of off the radar, but um, they're coming back soon. So it'll, it'll, we'll, we'll crank up another season of coverage, obviously, starting soon. Mickey, have a great time down there, man, and uh, I, wish Thanks, I, I wish I was there with we you, man. We missed you down here. Thanks, pal. we got to get you and John down here together, and then we can have a little competition between you guys. Uh, uh, who's, who's the better batter and player down here?
Well, Sadly, that's not going to be much of a competition. Yeah, it actually would be Mick. <laughs> yeah, by far. It I would mean, be. John, John is self-admitted. And Mick, I'll say this. I'm not, like, obviously Michelangelo no, died. this is ridiculous. Hold on. It, what? What? Joe, it is not a competition. Like, I'm terrible you're at baseball. Ho- you're horrible. That's what I'm, I'm saying. Terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's what it is. That's, yeah. yeah. No, no, it's just John like, admits it. John admits it. Really, really bad. So, Mick. Uh, anything else athletically, literally anything <laughs> else he will beat you at, yeah. just not swinging a bat. All right, so, oh. Mick, I'll say this to round it out. Michelangelo unavailable for my statue. I do believe he died about 500 years ago. But get that guy that did the, Joe, did. the Joe Frazier statue outside Xfinity Live. Go get that guy, Some man. duct tape and cardboard, yeah. and you can slap yeah. it together real quick. And make sure big torso. You know, I'm like, I'm like Bill Berge. I got one of those barrel chests. You know, big, big. Barrel belly. We can, <laughs> barrel belly. We can do a statue with, like, a knee brace on you and tape wrapped around your wrist. Right. Some and tape. a Band-Aid on your forehead. Oh, and man. We'll do a statue like that. Well, Not you know bad. that things Not will bad. have, like, the don't let your dog go to the bathroom on this, like, whatever? Just yeah. the opposite sign. <laughs> Hey, Mick, you have a good time, man. Thanks for calling in and having fun All with right, us today. guys. Thanks, pal. All right, stay warm up there. You Thanks, got it, man. man. All right, there he is. Mickey Morandini, Mickey Morandini from Phillies Fantasy Camp. Reminder, the website, philliesfantasycamp.com. That is the website for future years. Can't get yourself there now. As uh, needless to say, camp registration for this year is closed, as camp has begun. <laughs> but uh, get yourself there for next year, and uh, obviously in the spring or summer, uh, you know, check it out, philliesfantasycamp.com. It's great. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.